Hey folks, welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. This week we are going to go back in time 65 million years Ish. to the year 1997. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the sequel to Jurassic Park, The Lost World. This movie was a big childhood movie of mine. I mean, 1997, I was eight years old. So I had already mm -hmm. had, you know, four years of of loving Jurassic Park to death. <laughs> Uh, and then all of a sudden it was like, hey, look, more fucking dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit. It was it was amazing. Uh, long before I really appreciated Jurassic Park as for like such a perfect movie that it is. Yeah. And it was more just like this fucking rocks. <laughs> uh, the Lost World held like pretty much almost equal esteem to me as a kid of being like, oh, there's fucking more dinosaurs. And this one's got a stegosaurus. And this one's got, you know, all these different ones. And yeah, uh, the compies and all that kind of fun stuff. Um so it it were those the the little guys? Yeah, yeah, okay. the little bird guys. One of my notes was to ask you what those things were. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Compsognathus is the dinosaur name, and then the like nickname is calling him a compy. Gotcha. There's there's definitely some interesting stuff as we go through the movie that I'll I'll lay down for you in terms of like little factoids. Dropping your dino and knowledge, and not even necessarily just <laughs> dino knowledge, but just knowledge of like the franchise in general. Because mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff like. There's a shitload of stuff that was in the first book that wasn't in the first movie. Right. And then in this movie, there's a book that it's based on, mm -hmm. but it's really loosely based. Gotcha. Uh, it's it's <laughs> it's pretty different. Yeah. But they took some stuff from the original book that didn't make the, the first movie and kind of put it in here in ways, kind of like remixed it. Okay. Uh, in in some interesting ways. But like I said, as as we go forward, we'll we'll probably land on a couple of those things, and I'll be like, "Oh, by the way," <laughs> and I'll point out some useless shit. Um, so yeah, this movie huge for me as a kid. Saw it a million times before we started watching it. I was like, "I'm pretty sure I know this movie by heart." And as yeah. it was happening, I, everything hit. Yeah, it was yeah. just like, and then there's this sequence, and then there's that, and then there's this, and then he says this, and then he says that, and then there's this part. Like I knew it. every every move the movie took, I knew it. There was like a chunk in the middle of the movie that uh -huh. I had seen. Uh, oh. like the essentially I had seen uh, from when shit started going south with the two T-Rexes knocking their truck off the yeah, cliff. Yeah, yeah. I had seen from that sequence, like I hadn't seen them bring the baby dinosaur there. So I didn't know why the, yeah. the Rexes were so pissed. <laughs> you just thought they were just like, fuck's this. Yeah. And came in and wrecked the place. And so I had seen like that chunk uh -huh. and a little bit. But there was so much of that movie that. Like, Brand spanking new to you. I didn't know Jeff Goldblum's character had a daughter. Oh, that's yeah, how yeah, little yeah. of the movie I'd seen. Okay, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Here's a here's a little tidbit. Kelly exists in the book The Lost World. Okay. Um, she is not black, and she is not his kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's like super weird. I, I wrote in in my notes very early on. Uh, because it's just such a such a trope with him. It ain't Spielberg if the dad doesn't suck. So like him being a bad parent to Kelly, you know, and then yeah. getting in like arguments and stuff is like, oh yeah, here's Spielberg. This is his wheelhouse. It's like you got to be the bad dad who comes around and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it was super weird that they they essentially merged because there's two kids who stow away in the book Okay, and they're students of one of the other characters that they didn't even put in the movie. <laughs> um, and it's this girl, Kelly and her friend Arby uh, and he's black. So they essentially just smashed those two characters into one and made him, made her his daughter 
so that they could get in the like bad dad subplot because otherwise right. it was and just get rid of those other side characters yeah exactly it's like forget all them we're just doing this which is like i guess okay it's an economical way to do it if that's what you want to do but the it, there's there was no reason really to get rid of those characters because the movie the movie overstuffs it in a weird other way than the book does because <laughs> the book has a bunch of heroes okay and there's like three bad guys there's just three dudes who come to the island instead of a whole fucking team it's oh, like three okay. dudes, they show up, they have this weird device that emits like a, a high frequency noise. It scares the dinosaurs out of their nests and they steal the eggs. Much simpler and safer plan yeah. than literally capturing <laughs> live full size adult dinosaurs. Yeah. Like how fucking stupid is that? It's such a good little plan mm -hmm. and it's neat because it's just like a couple of guys Yeah, and the good guys are just, you know, they're doing their own thing while this is happening and the groups kind of run into each other. Not the way that the, this movie does it, where they like sabotage each other yeah. and get in a fight and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's it's more low key in that sense, but the plan just makes so much more sense. Yeah, and it I don't does know, make a lot more sense. <laughs> I mean, but I will say, I'll I'll put it this way: the the sequence where they're capturing all the dinosaurs on that game trail or whatever, you know, where mm -hmm. they're you know lassoing them and grabbing them with trucks and stuff like yeah. that. For one, I had that truck as a kid, the toy, the snag, <laughs> nice. the snagger truck that like grabs them, super dope. Uh, but like that sequence is super fun and you don't really get that if your guys are stealing eggs. Yeah. It's a great it's it's a good idea yeah. for the plan of stealing dinosaurs. It's not a very cinematic idea. So I kind of get it. Mm -hmm. How do you feel that the Lost World kind of like did it feel like did it feel like Jurassic Park at all? Were you like, oh, yeah, this is where it would have gone. Or were you kind of like, oh, OK, I guess we're doing this now. <laughs> I mean, some of the stuff with the in-gen guys got a little out of hand. <laughs> like what? Uh, it just, I guess, out of hand isn't really the right. It, it got a little, it, they went a little over the top. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, like, uh, like Carter getting stepped on by the T-Rex yes. while they're running and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite as a kid, dude. It was the best. <laughs> you got stepped on. I'm like dragged a few times. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I also sort of made made notes of that, of like... Some of this is just going a little too like it, it, it's it's there's so many moments in it where they're clearly like riffing on something from the original movie, mm -hmm. but they're kind of doing it up and making it like sequelized. Like it's not just one T-Rex attacking a car. It's two T-Rexes yeah. attacking a trailer, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. or uh, or even just like a, a quick brief one when uh, when Roland. And Ajay are sitting up in that blind watching the the baby Rex. Mm -hmm. And then the camp starts going to shit. And the fucking Jeep like blows up and flies at them. Yeah. And like comes down through the tree that they were just sitting in. It was it was like, like almost the same shot of the truck coming down through the trees after Tim and Grant in the first movie. Right. But this time it's on fire. So it's like <laughs> fucking sequel time. Shit's Which, crazy. How one of my notes is about that. <laughs> like I know like movie logic movie physics but that jeep flew so far <laughs> so high like, it had oh. such a huge arc I know, to it, come down at that angle it like, had to have been like sitting on top of a pile of explosives seriously <laughs> the only way was, that was like the only vehicle that contained c4 like <laughs> they were like just in case we don't know we might need it you never know before watching it it was just like oh yeah dude fucking more jeff goldblum and there's no limit to my love of Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. My problem with it was that like every single scene had a joke. 
had a quip. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, it really made you realize that like, man, his character is best used as the side character who comes mm-hmm. in and, and lays some ridiculous knowledge on you or, or throws some, some quips your way. But when he's the lead character, everything's a joke. In situations that really don't call for it, when they're dangling off the edge of that cliff and Sarah is against the glass that's that's spidering out, yeah. which nightmare, that is the Absolutely. scariest thing in the world. But she's laying there, fucking that satellite phone slips off the light. Vince Vaughn is like, heads up. It smashes through. She screams in horror as she's about to fall. Mm-hmm. He grabs her pack. She grabs the pack, too, and he's, like, holding her above the ocean, hundreds and hundreds of feet above, like, rocks and, and, and waves. Yeah, just... And while he's while she's dangling there, he just goes, hey, you're lucky, pack. It's like, Ian, not the time. You're not even out of this situation. She just didn't fall to her death yet. Yeah. Like, you, need, even, yeah. you need to make sure that that pack doesn't break. You are not out of the woods at all. Save the quips for later. I did like them ordering... I thought that was too much in in retrospect now and like seeing it for the first time, me knowing it was coming Mm -hmm. like while I'm watching the sequence and sort of realizing how like nonchalant everyone is about certain death. Yeah, like absolutely certain death. And they decide to like fuck with Eddie Mm -hmm. with giving them an order for three cheeseburgers with everything. No, no onions, onions on, on mine, mine and an apple turnover. <laughs> like, again, this is moments after she was dangling out yeah. of the trailer. Like, she, oh, it's so weird. And I, I eventually wrote after all of the, because before the Rexes even come in and bash shit, he does the like, mommy's very angry. Mm-hmm. Or when they're about to get hit with him again <laughs> and he does the, hang on to something, this is going to be bad. There's always a little line to it. And I was like, mm-hmm. if you would have told me, that Robert Downey Jr. based his like Tony Stark character on Ian Malcolm in this movie, I would absolutely believe you because he's got a line for everything. Yeah. Everything, no matter how horrifying <laughs> or dangerous it might be, he had a line for it. And as much as I loved it, it watching it again, I was like, this is kind of overkill. There's 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 not enough actual serious like tension because everything is undercut with another little Ian Malcolmism, <laughs> you know. The one time that I think it does still greatly work, even if it's like a, a kind of labored setup, is when they first get to the island and they find her pack, but they don't see her. Mm-hmm. They're like, Sarah, Sarah, the Sarah Harding. How many Sarahs do you think are on this island? <laughs> it's a great line, but it's like, yeah, why would he say her last name? It's yeah. only to set up the joke. I did like the the callback later when they're <laughs> calling out for Nick and yeah. he says Nick's full name. Yeah, Nick Van Owen. <laughs> I, I wrote that too. I was like, I, I don't know if I caught that as a kid, like that it's a callback, you know? Yeah. Uh, but that was good. One of the nice things of watching these movies for the first time as an adult. <laughs> yeah, you really get the chance to like, watch the whole thing yeah as a kid you kind of just get mesmerized by the dinosaurs and whatnot <laughs> so you you really do i mean like that whole opening sequence when ian goes to the house and he's talking with ludlow and then he goes and he talks with hammond mm-hmm. and that that whole thing i heard all those words as mm-hmm. a kid some of them got through some of them was just like and that's just the way that they said that line let's keep moving like yeah. it, it didn't really hit me so it it was almost a surprise to me. I wrote a note and then I erased it because it, they immediately explained it in that sequence. <laughs> but when he's on the the train, like right at the fucking beginning, when he's on the train and that guy comes up to him and he kind of fucks with him a little bit. Yeah. And he says, like, I believed you. I was like, wait, 
people don't believe that Jurassic Park happened. Yeah. Like that seemed crazy to me. I was like, how, how are they going to do this? And then the very next scene, Ludlow and him are talking and he's talking about like, oh, you know, you signed a non-disclosure agreement and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and then, yeah, and you smeared me in the media and this and that. And now mm-hmm. I finally understood what that argument was about. <laughs> it was the fact that Malcolm went public with it, even yeah. though they the, he promised he wouldn't. So InGen was just like, this dude's nuts. We don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. And just like left him out to dry. So I finally got that. But then it raised a bigger question right at the end because the whole whole point of the movie, anyone who hasn't seen it, is that like Ian Malcolm is back and he, he, there's a team and they're going to the island and they're going to like document the animals so that it can stay like a nature preserve. Yeah. And then InGen, which has just been, I guess his nephew has been given control by the board of directors because because some kid got eaten <laughs> at the beginning of the yeah. movie. Um, which took we, way too long. I I really, my first note was, when is this girl going to get eaten? Yeah. Okay. What got me? And it was just like, it, it erased any sympathy for these fucking characters. Like, cause obviously, you know, it's like, they're a super rich family. They have mm-hmm. a fucking yacht. They have like eight, like sailor guys who are getting mm-hmm. them their champagne they and their food. They found this little island off the coast of Costa Rica. Yeah. They're like, going to eat prawns and all that and whatever. Yeah. Um, first off, my my actual first note was there aren't any snakes on the beach. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like that's yeah. the way he calms his his wife down because it's like oh oh but she might get hurt if she runs off alone on this island we've never been to before. What about mm-hmm. maybe snakes? And it's like perfectly reasonable thing to be scared of. Yeah. And he just says there aren't any snakes on the beach. Like, like snakes you don't, can swim. Yeah, you don't know that. <laughs> I'm sorry. You've never been to this island. Yeah, seriously. There's a fucking jungle behind you. Yeah, nobody has ever been to this. You know, it's not like a mm-hmm. place where it's like, oh, have you heard of this place? Oh, it sounds cool. Like people yeah. avoid it yeah. specifically because people die. And you're like, nah, there's no snakes. So that seemed dumb. But then I, it just hit me like how like sheltered and terrible this whole family is mm-hmm. when the compie jumps out of the bushes at the little girl and she goes, are you a little bird or something? Like a bird? Yeah. Have you ever been outside and seen a bird? Yeah. If that's what you think a bird looks like, <laughs> it's a little greed lizard. Yeah. Like I would have accepted almost anything. Like, are you some kind of iguana or something? And then it's like, at least you're, you're yeah. aiming in the right ballpark. Yeah. There's not even like wing-like things it has yeah it has arms it just has arms (laughs) what kind of bird doesn't have wings (laughs) um so yeah it just it made the family look really stupid so i really didn't care yeah um the girl gets attacked the family's really litigious so they uh they're gonna you know sue ingen so ludlow uses that to take control away from hammond Mm -hmm. and he takes control of the company so he sends a crew and they're gonna kidnap dinosaurs or I guess in their mind, they're just going to, like, get their property. You know, it's like, hey, we fucking own them. We made them. Yeah. We'll just go and get them. That was literally, like, a line in the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. we made them. They are our we property. We patented it. We own it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So it's like, they're just going to go there and collect their uh, their specimens and bring them back to the mainland like idiots. Yeah. Uh, and bring it to an amphitheater that looks tiny. Where so are you, tiny. Where are you keeping these? Di- are they being kept? Like, are they supposed to be in a zoo-like thing in that tiny amphitheater? Or are they like, do they live off site? Yeah. Do they like live off site and you bring them there for like shows or something? Yeah. It seems like a really dumb idea in total. 
so that's their plan. They're there to do that. And Hammond uh, has like essentially warned the team ahead of time, like these guys might show up. So if they do fuck with their shit, yeah. <laughs> which I thought was hysterical, <laughs> but like that was his plan. He's like, I'm going to send Nick. He's clearly one of these crazy earth first people. Mm-hmm. So he's going to, he's totally willing to go and fuck some shit up for the oh, sake yeah. of these animals, which was, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that concept. And I honestly wrote down right towards the end. I was like, Vince Vaughn is really good in this. He is. He's not, he I'm has not-, not hit that Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. peak yet you know like he was in swingers which kind of introduced the vince vaughn isms like that was his first movie uh and then he he was in a few other things obviously he was in that psycho remake that came out i think the year after this um but this was like at a time where it was like he had just been in swingers essentially mm-hmm. and people were like hey that guy's pretty cool yeah and spielberg went and he he saw swingers because they use uh, the jaws theme in the movie okay so they had to get his permission so he watched the movie and when he watched it he was like hey this Vince Vaughn guy's pretty cool yeah so he gave him the role no audition no he was just like I like this guy we're gonna bring him in uh and it's just so funny ahead of time talking about the movie it was like oh more Jeff Goldblum but unfortunately there's Vince Vaughn and now after watching it it was like actually Vince Vaughn was pretty good and I got a little bit tired of the Goldblumisms (laughs) by the end of the movie uh so it's just kind of a funny way to go about it I did like the camp smashing scene after they opened all the cages. Oh, yeah. While they're recording. Dude, (laughs) sorry. That fucking thing. Okay, so Ludlow is at the camp. They've captured a shitload of dinosaurs. They're Mm -hmm. like, they're pretty much ready to go, it seems. Yeah. It seemed like they were ready. And they're live feed camera, I guess, back to the board of directors. And they're filming him as he's explaining what they're going to do, which seems like something he would have talked to them about before he went. Because what if they got there? Unless he's just doing like a status update. I guess that's probably, but he like explains the whole amphitheater thing to them. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, John Hammond once built this amphitheater and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, wait, why are you explaining that to them to them now? What if you came here and got the dinosaurs and they were like, no, it's a terrible idea. Don't do that. And he'd be like, oh, uh, well, wasted a lot of money on this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. But they're filming it. There's a camera guy. He's like walking around a little set and he's giving them, you know, his sales mm-hmm. pitch on how awesome this mainland Jurassic Park thing's going to be. What got me was that he, uh, apparently he made his whole crew of like hunters and people all sit around and watch the speech. <laughs> like, why were they there? There was no need for him to have a crowd. Yeah. It could have just been him and the camera guy talking about it because that's all they, you know, he's like, in a minute, I'll give you a tour of the camp. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, then then you'll see what, what yeah. are these guys all sitting around watching your speech. What a pompous ass. Seriously. <laughs> like it makes sense in character because that guy mm-hmm. sucks. Um, but yeah, that camp destruction, I love all those fucking animatronic dinosaurs in the cages and stuff. I thought the animatronics work in this movie was phenomenal. And that fucking baby Rex yes. was, yeah, I was. could not believe how great that thing looked and moved Mm -hmm. and just everything about it i was like that is such great work yeah by those dudes like it it looks like a fucking real animal that vince vaughn (laughs) is carrying around it's crazy oh uh quick question Uh uh-huh uh jumping back earlier were those the same actors for lex and tim yeah yes cool yep they came back they just had the one scene I yeah. did read uh, that in at least one of the drafts of this script, they had Lex and Tim go with Back to the Island. No. But eventually that uh, that went away. Which it's like, obviously, why the fuck would they do that? Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And on top of it all, really what it got down to was I was like, why does Hammond want Malcolm there? Like, I get that he's sort of come around to Ian's way of thinking, Mm -hmm. you know, because in the first movie, they're like super adversaries. Oh, "Oh, fuck you. (laughs) Uh, And then in this one, they're kind of more on the same page because Hammond has kind of 
you know, realize like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I fucked a lot of things up. Yeah. So it, they were kind of more on the same page, but it it really felt naive that he would ever accept to go to the island. Yeah. Um, but then all of a sudden it's it turns from being naive to being like, oh my God, he's just using his like friendly old man persona to like manipulate people because he knew he already sent Sarah. Oh yeah. He knew there was no way Ian wasn't going if Sarah was already there. Yeah. So him just being like, I was hoping that you would be the fourth. Like, or you're gonna do it anyway because your girlfriend's already there. It mm-hmm. he, he all of a sudden I was like, God Hammond, you're a dick. Like when he after Ian leaves and Hammond like counts on his fingers, like yeah, one, one, two, two, three, three four. four. Oh, and like yes. smiles to himself. Got him. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, you sneaky little fuck. Yeah, you old bastard. <laughs> <laughs> um, that did seem kind of silly to me. And it really doesn't like uh, I know in the book that Sarah and Ian are like former lovers, but now they're just like platonic friends. Okay. Um, but I know that she isn't the like impetus to get him to the island. He doesn't, he's not like, oh my God, Sarah's there. She actually comes and meets them later. Okay. So it's kind of flipped. So I'm just trying to think. I haven't read it in a long time, but it's like, how the, why the fuck does Malcolm go? Yeah. Like it seemed like that would be the last place he would ever want to be, you know? After watching the whole movie again. I kind of realized like why Jurassic Park three and especially like Jurassic World and now the new Jurassic World movie and there's going to be a third Jurassic World, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, like why all of that felt so unnecessary to me was that as much as this movie doesn't necessarily live up to Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. um, it is it's just like this is the other dinosaur island story. There's yeah. two dinosaur island stories. There's one where it's like a theme park and they're that you think you're in control. Yeah. And then there's one where there's wild dinosaurs. <laughs> Those are the only stories. Yeah. That's it. You there's nothing more you can there do. There are no more islands with dinosaurs. Exactly. That there's no fucking reason for it to exist. Cuz Jurassic Park 3 is essentially just the beginning of this movie where someone gets lost on the island so someone goes to get them obviously there's differences because yeah. it's like he, they trick alan grant to come to the island with them blah 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 whatever blah 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 blah. but that's the whole thing it's like someone is there mm-hmm. so the only way to get someone to that island is to have someone already there that you have to go rescue yeah and then jurassic world is like okay well we can't do that plot again so we'll go back to the one where they're it's a theme park. Yeah, where it's a theme park and there's dinosaurs on it and it's an island. And okay, we'll just do that part again. This time it's successful. Yeah, for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, At least long enough to actually have visitors. Yeah. And then the <laughs> new Jurassic World one was half basically this movie where they go back to the island okay. and they take some. To bring to the theme park? To bring. No, no, no. To bring oh. to America to sell to people. It's what? so dumb. There's like a dinosaur auction where like rich businessmen are like buying dinosaurs for absurdly low prices. Like literally it's like Ankylosaurus, $4 million. Like $4 million? That's it? Yeah, for a like, living dinosaur? Like how much did it cost to get that dinosaur there? <laughs> yeah, and to keep it alive and all of that. It ha- you're not even covering your expenses. Yeah. It was so ridiculous. But it's like, again, it's just... The same plot, go back to the island and whatever. And mm-hmm. in this case, it was a dinosaur that they were going back for instead of a person. That's the only <laughs> way they changed it. That's the way, that's how they get uh, Chris Pratt to go back. He's like, but Blue, remember Blue, your mm-hmm. Velociraptor? She's still there. And then okay, so he agrees to come with. And it's it's just it's the same plot over and over. It's like the mo- <sighs> they're done after the Lost World. There's nothing more to do. I thought Kelly was more annoying than Lex and Tim. Really, really, like full on annoying. 
Like, not full-on annoying, but just more <laughs> annoying than Lex and Tim. She, to me, in this one especially, just sort of blended in with the scenery to me. It just it was like there's a kid there because uh, it's more suspenseful if there's a kid there when there's a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like uh, towards the end of the movie when she does her gymnastics routine and kicks the raptor out the window. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a huge thing that people talk shit about this movie. <laughs> like... If, yeah. if anyone's complaining, like, oh, no, you know what? Lost World actually really totally sucks. And especially the Velociraptor gymnastics scene. And it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. It's kind of silly. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kelly needed to do something other than cry and scream and run. Because that's all she did. Maybe that's why I found her annoying. She was also very repetitive. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the problem is that the characters are... Th- there was a really specific moment between Malcolm and Kelly that struck me as just like... It doesn't feel like these characters are carefully written at all. Yeah. The sequence I'm talking about is when uh, Nick and Sarah bring the baby Rex back to the trailer. Mm-hmm. And Ian, I don't, I, I, in my head, I thought it was way more intense when the baby comes in. Mm-hmm. I thought Ian's like reaction to it was bigger. I thought he was more like, holy shit, no, 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 you, you can't bring that in here. Blah, blah, blah. Like that's how yeah. I figured it would go. And she's bringing it in and he's just going like, oh, Sarah, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, what? So the, they put the baby on the table. They're, you know, checking it out, doing the x-rays, whatever. Ian's sitting there kind of just tuning the whole thing out. Mm-hmm. And he's like looking for the the frequency to, to contact the boat. Yeah. And Kelly starts like freaking out about it. And she's like, dad, 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 I want to go. I want to go. I want to go right now. And he's like, yeah, honey. Yeah, I'm getting the. I'm getting the boat. I'm calling the boat right now. It's like, no, 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 I want to get, I want to be safe. I want to be not here yeah. right now. And he's like, I, I, I don't know what you mean. And it's like, Ian, you know exactly what she means. Yeah. And you should be reacting the exact same way yeah. right now. Seriously. Of like, like guys, there, there's a baby dinosaur crying. A baby Tyrannosaurus Rex is in our trailer and just hooting and hollering up a storm. Yeah. You should feel the exact same way Kelly does right now. But he's just like, no, yeah, I'm just calling the boat. It's yeah. like, dude, call the boat later. Yeah. I wish that Sarah had like won him over somehow or like convinced him to let her do this and not in a way where it's like she needed permission, Mm -hmm. but like his character would be to push against it at all odds. He would just be like, get it the fuck out of here right now. No, 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 no. We're not doing any of this. You have to just let it go. And to have her like convince him, you know, that would have been a better sequence. But in the movie, he just kind of lets it happen. He's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Fine. I guess. It's like, you were almost eaten by a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Seriously. Do you, did you forget that happened? (laughs) Like, oh, it was, it was weird. I didn't like it. And there were a few other moments throughout the movie where people just acted in ways that were like, you're too smart for this to be happening right now. It's, I, I believe it's called the idiot ball. Uh, like people call it that as like a movie trope okay where it's like yeah characters just pass around the idiot ball you get the idiot ball and you act like an idiot for no reason other than to keep the movie going you know yeah uh, but what did you have a yeah. specific one uh she doesn't realize that what blood is going to attract yes that's the biggest one to me that like, one got me because like again rewatching it i i didn't i i know that whole sequence of events that she mm-hmm. has the baby blood on her and then it uh attracts the t-rex to the camp and whatever but yeah, watching it again this time now and like understanding all the technical jargon earlier in the movie about how she's like the top of her game. Yeah. In terms of like predator uh, study, like mm-hmm. in field predator study. Yeah. She knows all the tricks of the trade mm-hmm. and she waltzes around 
with wet Tyrannosaurus Rex baby blood. Yeah. And acknowledges over her. that it's wet. Yeah. She's like, yeah, it's just not drying, I guess. Like, because of the humidity. Yeah. Like she specifically knows that it's that it's T-Rex baby blood. <laughs> yeah. That it's staying wet because of the humidity. Lose the fucking jacket. Seriously. Uh, it was oh so stupid. And then she just leaves it hanging to like to yeah. dry. And it's, it's like, like it's not going to get less humid at night. Yeah. You're on a fucking tropical island. Yeah. And it, that that's like literally like, you know, how people always say it's like tie up your food so bears don't come get it. Mm-hmm. That'd be like tying up your food in a bag and leaving it at the foot of your sleeping bag. Yeah. Like, it's tied up. It's good. Like, no, <laughs> no, you're just leaving that blood out in the air for the wind to like fucking oh, yeah. waft all over the place for the Rexes to come back. And it just felt so dumb. And then I love that the T-Rex shows up mm-hmm. and she like, she does the little, oh no. Like yeah, she realizes. Like, that's when you realize Yeah, you that finally it. figured it out. Oh, but she like looks up at the coat with the blood on it and then immediately turns around and starts shoving yeah. all those crackle wrappers mm-hmm. under the sleeping bag. And I was like, oh yeah, that's what the Rex came for. It was like, yeah. oh, you know, yeah, those fucking crispy Then <laughs> We never get crackle here. <laughs> we destroyed all the vending machines ages ago and all they had was crunch. <laughs> Made me some crackle. <laughs> I really didn't like that. Like, cause as I, I love Julianne Moore, she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And so you really want to like Sarah. And for most of the movie, she's very likable. She's, you know, she's spunky. She's kind of heroic. She, you know, uh, very headstrong. Yeah. Uh, and then just does this dumbass thing. thing. The dumbest fucking thing. Did you recognize and appreciate Peter Stormare as Dieter? The, the second in command who gets eaten by the compies. Yes. Oh man. He was, was a dick. He was, he was, I wrote that the bad guys are really cartoonishly evil in this. Yeah. Where it's like they fucking, he, he cattle prods the tiny little compie. They, break the leg of that baby t-rex to lure its parents out which was so goddamn heartbreaking watching it and hearing those like those like those moans and wails mm-hmm. i was like fuck man these fucking psychos like dragged it from its nest mm-hmm. and broke its leg so it couldn't move and so it would just lay there and howl for its parents yep horrifying yep. also though terrible t-rex parents because it was fucking laying there howling and then got taken away by Nick and howled all the way back to the trailers mm-hmm. and then howled while they were fucking putting the thing on. And those Rexes didn't show up for like an hour and a half. Yeah. It was like, where are you on this island that you left your baby alone in? Like, yeah, okay, it's in your nest. Mm-hmm. But it's like, did you literally walk all the way to the other side of the island? <laughs> and then as you were coming back, you're like, do you hear that? Oh, is that our kid? Yeah. It just, they seem like really terrible Rex parents. The way that they're talking about these dinosaurs, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, they're loving creatures who care for their offspring and, and they keep hammering that home, even though this Rex keeps taking forever to do everything. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it takes its baby and like an hour later, it finally rolls around, like, oh, fuck, you got my kid, you know, and all, <laughs> and all that and all these things where it's like, why didn't it track them down with the blood on her vest earlier? Yeah. And why didn't, you know, it, it seems like a really lazy dinosaur. <laughs> and towards the end, once they have the the male Rex, Ludlow calls over the thing and he's talking to like his crew and he's like, I'd love to be airborne before the female knows we're here. Where is it? Yeah. They were both attacking the camp. Mm-hmm. The female took off and chased after the guys. Mm-hmm. And then the male stayed at the camp and got shot by Roland. What was that other one? Because it went and it ate the one guy. Mm-hmm. And then all the rest of them escaped and ran off into the raptor fields. And then like an hour later, they're still waiting for the airlift to come and get this male Rex. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it couldn't be that far away. Yeah. 
like less than a mile away and it just just wandered around the island for a while and was like maybe i should go check on my mate yeah <laughs> or maybe go check on my baby like that's the only thing i could think of is that they were like okay we're gonna go to this camp i'm gonna shove my head in there we're gonna scare <laughs> the shit out of them they're gonna fucking run around we're probably gonna eat like kings i'm gonna chase them down towards this waterfall you check, see if they got any good shit to take. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll meet back at the nest. And that's the whole thing is she's just back at the nest waiting. Like, where the fuck is he? Yeah. That's the only way I could imagine. It's like, why where doesn't the fuck the f- is the baby? Yeah. Like, why doesn't the female know that they're there? Exactly. But that's the thing. Yeah. She can't be looking for the baby. They have it. Mm-hmm. So, or, or she can't be tending to the baby right. because they have it. So it's like, okay, so you're, I mean, it's weird to call it. The, so your husband <laughs> and your baby are both just missing. Mm-hmm. And you just you can't find them. Yeah, these dinosaurs suck at being parents. Yeah, like where where are your senses? All of a sudden, it it dawned on me, like okay, beginning of the movie, nobody believes Ian Malcolm, mm-hmm. not disclosure agreements, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. People don't know about the dinosaur attacks. Mm-hmm. Ingen now is bringing a dinosaur back. Yeah. How are you going to like? How are that, you going to explain? How away? are you going to spin it? Yeah, all yeah. of a sudden it's going to be like, oh wait a minute, those stories about the dinosaurs down there—that's real—and they're going to be like, no, 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 no. Okay, so the dinosaurs are real, but the incident is not. How how do they plan on spinning this? Like you, like once you create dinosaurs and then they kill people mm-hmm. and you cover it up. Yeah. You can't use those dinosaurs anymore. Like you, yeah. get, you have to get rid of them, and that's why the book makes fucking sense because it's a different company who is coming to steal these eggs. That makes a lot more sense. So it's like Jurassic Park happens. Ingen is fucked. At the end of mm. Jurassic Park, they napalm the island in oh. the book, and the end is super crazy too because fucking Ian or not? Well, Ian Ian dies in the book, oh. and then in Lost World, he's just back. Like oh, oh I got oh. better. <laughs> um okay. but at the end of the book it's like grant and ellie and uh Gennaro, who is a badass who survives <laughs> and isn't a weasley lawyer who gets eaten off the toilet um and a few other and, and, and like the kids they're being held by like the government okay and they're like uh we're gonna need to ask you guys lots of questions mm-hmm. and it's not looking like you're going home anytime soon and that's where the book ends it's super wild where it like it really gets on that side of the of what this movie kind of is going for mm-hmm. where it's like it's a secret everyone has to keep it a secret nobody's yeah. talking about it it can't be real so the end of the movie of their their entire plan of like yeah we'll bring the dinosaurs back and be like dude <laughs> no on top of the fact that you're going to get people eaten because obviously cuz you're stupid and you've already proved that you're stupid and can't <laughs> contain dinosaurs yeah like on top of that also now you're going to have to reopen all these old things because people are going to be like wait a minute Wait a minute. <laughs> so if these dinosaurs exist. Yeah, so those dinosaurs. Then the crazy mathematician dude. Yeah, he was clearly right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, yeah, it's just going to cause huge problems for them. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't understand how they were going to spin that. Uh, also, just before that, fucking, uh, well, I guess we can just sort of talk about him in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always forget how to, how to pronounce his name. But Pete Postlethwaite, I believe it is, who plays Roland. Okay. The the hunter. He is uh he's Maurice Fisher in uh Inception. He's the dad okay. of uh Cillian Murphy's character. And he's also the florist in uh the town, the like the big gangster yes. guy that they do whatever. Okay. He's in that too. Uh he's great. Yes. Um and even this character is kind of cliche as it is, like I'm the big game hunter guy with my giant elephant gun and I'm here mm-hmm. to I'm here to kill a T Rex yeah. and take it back as a trophy. 
just like that can't be legal. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like how are you? Display that. <laughs> what taxidermist is yeah. going to take that on? <laughs> so it, the character itself is whatever. Mm-hmm. But he seems just as like kind of shitty and evil as any of the other bad guys. Yes. You know what I mean? Like he he doesn't care about the environment. He doesn't care about these animals as animals. He's mm-hmm. just like a trophy hunter. Uh, he's here to kill the fucking T-Rex, etc. Um, so then at the end of the movie, he captures the T-Rex. He gets it tranquilized instead of killing it. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of it, you know, Ludlow's like, oh, you know, we got a we got a job for you if you want it. And he's like, I believe I've spent enough time in the company of death. And then he leaves and you never see him again. Yeah. It suddenly struck me. I was just like, wait, so was that was that him changing his evil ways? Like now he's like, you know what? I don't like killing things anymore. I'm not going to do it. And so that's why he gets away scot free with no comeuppance at all. Or is it that he is like, no, I'm done. I'm done with those dino shit. I mean, I'm they, sure all he they is. do is kill people, and that's the death he's referring to. I I feel like he's referring to hunting in general. Even so, it's like uh, so that's your lame ass apology for mm-hmm. all the all the hunting you've done in the past. You get zero comeuppance for for coming along on this trip and and taking part and like in this guiding it. Essentially. Yeah, really, like being the guy. Like it's mm-hmm. it it seems weak that he doesn't get his comeuppance at all. Yeah, okay, maybe you feel a little bit bad for him because Ajay died, and he's all bummed about that. But it's like. Um, once again, you fucking lunatics broke that baby T-Rex's leg mm-hmm. and left it there to scream in pain so that you could kill its parents. Like, I yeah. don't feel bad for you. Yeah. yeah. And I wish you got more punishment. Mm-hmm. The movie just lets him walk away like, eh, whatever. He um, should have gotten stomped too. Yeah, really. But it does lead to as sort of silly as it is. And the way that, again, things mirroring the original movie, the way the T-Rex sneaks in to the boat at the end where it's mm-hmm. like how did it sneak in that, the, yes. way it, the way it's yes. you know in the movie in the in jurassic park it sneaks in to the like lobby mm-hmm. and attacks the, the raptor and nobody knew it was there and it's like how did it do that it's like well that makes a lot more sense than it literally climbing into a boat yeah and the boat not moving at all <laughs> and it and just crawls a, in a and big then, metal boat yeah and it's not like thumping around anymore apparently yeah it like watching it, it come down like the steps and there being like no noise i was like how did I buy this as a kid <laughs> of being like, oh, it snuck up on him? Like, like ha, literally, stealth mode. Like the whole point of the Rex is the like, <laughs> and the, mm-hmm. the puddles and all that sort of stuff. So it's like, how does it just tiptoe its way down into the boat? <laughs> but I do love that whole sequence because it's one of the rare things that they did sort of take from the book, but it is a little bit of a remix. Like I said, I, there, mm-hmm. there's a couple of them throughout the movie. There's the part where they run and hide in the waterfall. Mm-hmm. that's from the first book okay. i think it's grant and tim and lex they're like okay. near a river and the t-rex comes and they hide in the waterfall and it shoves its head through and is like Rah! but it can't get them <laughs> uh i love the fact that that dude that the snake goes down the dude's shirt and he mm-hmm. just jumps into the t-rex's jaws or it's like <laughs> uh let's see snake tyrannosaurus rex snake tyrannosaurus rex and him being like fuck this snake <laughs> like what like not even Counting the fact that it was a harmless snake because it was red next to black. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but the fact that it's like, oh, God, a snake. Let me run towards this Tyrannosaurus Rex. It's so silly. Uh, but the big one, the big thing that was kind of still taken from the book and used in this movie. Uh, well, the trailer sequence happens in the book. Okay. They take the T-Rex baby. Mm-hmm. Rex has come, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but the the one that they kind of tweaked a little bit here because the bad guy in the book, the main bad guy is Dodgson, 
from that scene with okay. Wayne Knight in the first one. Mm-hmm. No, Dodson. It's him. It's his company that's coming to steal the eggs. So okay. he's like the lead bad guy of the three of them. And towards the end of the movie. That makes or, sense that it would be his company. Exactly. Uh, towards the end of the book, he and Sarah are both under this this car, okay. like hiding from a T-Rex as it's like snuffling around and all that. Mm-hmm. And so Sarah gets the bright idea that she kind of like grabs onto the undercarriage of the Jeep that they're hiding under mm-hmm. and starts pushing him out from under the Jeep with her feet. And he's like, Wait, no, 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 and she pushes him out and the wreck sees him and grabs him. And it like takes him away as he's like screaming and yelling. Okay. And she's like, Oh fuck. Well, that sucks. So she gets the Jeep and takes off and they go do their shit. Mm-hmm. And then later there's this very short little chapter and it literally just details the way that the Rex takes Dodgson, walks him alive back to the nest, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> chomps on him to, like, cripple him and leaves him in the nest for the baby Rex. Yeah. So that's kind of what happens at the end of this one. Mm-hmm. The Rex snags him and bites him and drops him for the baby. I did I did uh, make a note that I, I appreciated that, you know teaching the baby to hunt yeah yeah, yeah. and that little look <laughs> that the baby kid. rex gets yeah that's like oh i'll get you yeah it's so funny uh but yeah that they sort of used the bad guy's death from the book in the movie but on that boat for some reason whatever um but something that weirds me out and it kind of feels like it got ruined by jurassic world even though it technically is what the first movie is about but them really hammering it home in jurassic world kind of just brought up a weird question for me so you remember in Jurassic World, uh, Dr. Wu, he's talking about how like these animals are our creations. Mm-hmm. Like we make them look like what you want them to look like, mm-hmm. like to make them like that. Din- you know, they make yeah. a new dinosaur, but all these other dinosaurs, you know, it's like they are specifically like creating these creatures. They're using some of their DNA, yeah. but it's not like it's a perfect one for one match of what those dinosaurs would have been. So they're technically they're just kind of like mutant things, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like weird mutant animals that very closely resemble dinosaurs but technically aren't really dinosaurs yeah what good is studying their ecosystem yeah these aren't the actual animals you know what i mean yeah it seems weird they're going to inherently have traits of whatever animal well, yeah, whatever you was, put in them yeah so like those fucking velociraptors in the first movie mm-hmm. or the gallimimus or whatever the, the eggs that they find like those animals changing sex in mm-hmm. the wild to have babies that might not be something that dinosaurs could do. Yeah. But these dinosaurs could do it. Because whatever, like, toad DNA or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, maybe that's what that dinosaur was really like. Mm-hmm. Or maybe some of the fucking weird-ass genes you put in there yeah. fucked with it and made this dinosaur totally different. So it's like, when she keeps talking about, like, oh, you know, once we figure this out, it'll be academic, you know, what how these dinosaurs lived. And it's like, these aren't dinosaurs. Yeah. These are a whole new like, Yeah, they're species. technically a whole... Yeah, it'd be like creating a bear from scratch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then just being like, all right, this is what bears do. It's like, no, this is what this weird thing you made does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has nothing to do with how real bears act out in the world. Yeah. It, it just seems odd. And it's like, I, I get it to the point where these are the only living things that are like dinosaurs in the world because yeah, we created them. this is as close as you're ever yeah, going to get. Exactly. We'll never actually be able to know. So I guess we may as well learn from this. But it's like... It seems like a slippery slope where it's like you're no longer learning from the actual animals and what they left behind. Mm -hmm. You're studying some weird like uh, simulation of what they might have been. And now you're calling it fact. And it just seemed off to me like back when these movies came out, it really just felt like, yeah, we made dinosaurs Mm -hmm. and here's the dinosaurs. We used a little bit of DNA, 
but these are dinosaurs. Yeah. But then bringing up in Jurassic World that these are specifically like mutant kind of monsters, all of a sudden it brings into question the whole idea of studying them or letting them yeah. exist. Like it really does seem weird. Like they're clones, like they're animals, like they're kind of abominations yeah. <laughs> in a way. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, obviously I felt for that baby Rex. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I think that it's like, oh yeah, no, just like smash their heads with hammers. It'll be great. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, they're still not really those animals. Yeah. They're just kind of weird fucking things that you've patched together. <laughs> Highlight of the movie, Raptors in the Grass. Yes. Oh my God. I, I, I still love it. It's a little cheesy that every time <laughs> a guy goes down, a tail comes up. Yeah. But it's kind of a, it's just, you know, it's for, it's a visual thing. It's like, oh, so you, you know how raptor many raptors him. are. Exactly. Raptors There's are a shitload arcs. of them. It's not just one that's taking them all out. It's like, oh shit, oh shit, oh, they're all over the place. <laughs> so that's super great. Um, I love the fact that it, that like Nick and Ian and Sarah and Kelly make it through the grass basically because everyone else is being slaughtered. Yeah. It's like all those nameless in-gen henchmen run out into the grass. Mm -hmm. The raptors are distracted by Don't them. Go into the long grass. Oh, that's the best quote. I love it. <laughs> Uh, and then he proceeds to follow them into yeah, the and, long grass. And allegedly get eaten because they just say that he doesn't make it. But you mm -hmm. never see anything. And they're all getting eaten, so they make it through the grass. Mm -hmm. And then they get to that little town thing and the raptors, like, attack them. Mm -hmm. There's that one fucking raptor that's that, that's going after Goldblum that just can't find the door. Yeah. It just keeps busting through windows. <laughs> it's like, why? What is <laughs> like with an open door in front of it? Yeah. It like first it busts through the window to get in when Malcolm runs in there. And then he's like, oh shit. So he pulls the door off and uses it as a shield. And then it knocks him out the other window. Mm -hmm. And then as he's running away, the raptor sees him running away and jumps out a third window yeah, instead of like just going through either A, the open window that was just busted through, or mm -hmm. the door that is now yeah. open because Malcolm ripped it off. Yeah. It's like there's many ways to go. I don't know why he kept choosing windows. <laughs> so it's a good thing that uh, raptors apparently like to squabble. Oh, right. They're always fighting with each other. <laughs> They're yeah. such little babies. Because like when she's hanging from the roof. Yeah, and she drops and she, one on the other. Yeah. And they just start fighting with each other to the point of ignoring her completely. Yeah. It's like you guys were really intent on eating her. And then now you, a perceived slight yeah. has derailed your hunt completely. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a good thing that they're big babies. Yeah. <laughs> I think the last thing that I kind of didn't, that we didn't really touch on that makes me feel a little bit bad, but I guess it's sort of like saving saving him for the end because of how great he was and to, and to show our appreciation for all that he does. But Richard Schiff as, uh, as Eddie, mm -hmm. loved Eddie, and he does so much to help them when those trailers are hanging over the cliff. Yeah. Uh, to the point where, like, he's literally doing, like, four things at once just to keep these idiots alive. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets torn in two by Tyrannosaurus Rex's first trouble, which that one always felt to me like, pretty fucking group like that that is yeah. the step up moment of Gennaro getting eaten off the toilet yeah you know what I mean where it's was... like oh well in this case there's two Rexes and they fucking tear them in half and there's yeah. that horrifying like <coughs> snap noise yeah when they do it that it's just like oh my god that, that is was... fucking gruesome that was pretty awful um I mean in terms of for him yeah <laughs> pretty cool in the movie sense. <laughs> um, and I do like that Ian does like stick up for him afterwards mm -hmm. when Roland's like, oh, well, Rex just fed, so he won't stalk us for food. Like, um, seriously, bro? Yeah. That's our buddy. And now he's dead. Yeah. And he saved can, our lives. You can go to hell. For myself watching it after all these years, because it has been a long time since I've really seen it. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't quite 
land like how it did as a kid. As a kid, it was like Jurassic Park is the movie with dinosaurs. Lost World is the movie with more dinosaurs. So they were just great. <laughs> um, in this case, watching it again, though, it's like Jurassic Park is such a fucking perfect movie. Agreed. And then Lost World is like, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's a I mean, two hour long like epilogue. Like, you want to see some more dinosaurs doing some stuff? Like, yeah, it sounds good. Like, all right, here you go. Yeah. Like it, it was entertaining <laughs> enough. Yeah. It, 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 was just, just, it just didn't quite land the same. Yeah. It, it missed the mark a little bit. Also, sorry, something that kind of <laughs> that struck me when I was watching it. Uh, so Malcolm shows up to Hammond's house at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And the kids are coming down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, Dr. Malcolm. Mm-hmm. You know, and they hug. And they're like, oh, my God, kids. Oh, it's so great to see you, everyone. Oh, this is so wonderful. And you can assume that, like, in the time between Jurassic Park and now, that these three have probably hung out yeah, and talked and, and you know sort of developed other. a relationship yeah. you know and know each other a bit but watching it just like Jurassic Park and then you watch this one and imagining that this is the first time that he's seen them since then <laughs> they are so excited to see a guy who they last saw like half naked and drugged <laughs> out of his mind and just talking nonsense and they're like oh I loved that guy yeah. <laughs> he was my favorite part it was so fun yeah like he was nuts <laughs> I, I thought it was silly that they're so excited it's like I could understand that reaction to like Dr. Grant yeah. who brought them through the entire park and yeah. saved their lives and everything um, but with Malcolm it was like oh yeah that fucking weirdo what's up dude how you doing still weird I bet it was a good movie. I'm glad that I watched it. I enjoyed watching it. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely reach for one over two if I'm going to watch a dinosaur movie. Oh, yeah. It's pretty pretty undeniable. Uh, I, I just, I guess I always felt very protective of it lately because of how much I, I've seen people like smack talk it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and like doing like reviews for it and being like, oh, boy, what a stinker. You know, yeah. Jurassic Park 2, oh, this is the worst thing in the world. And it's like, no, it's just uh, not necessary. Yeah. <laughs> the Jurassic Park story is really over mm-hmm. after that first movie. It, there's uh, Honestly, there's really no reason that that story should have become a franchise at all. It yeah. should have been one book, one movie. There you go. That's it. And coming up with more and more excuses to get people back on an island with dinosaurs <laughs> is just so tiring. Yeah. After a while, like this one, okay. At least it was a different island. Yeah, exactly. There and, were different and that's people. A, yeah, that's an interesting concept of like, oh yeah, the site B where they bred the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. But that even contradicts the first movie because Hammond is like, I was here for the birth of every little creature on this island. It's like, mm-hmm. how is that possible when they're being fucking factory produced at a totally different island? Yeah. <laughs> like they're being born here right now and you're there for them. But what about all the ones that are born there? Mm-hmm. Like you said, that's where they're born and bred, and then they get brought here. What is going on? It's clear that they didn't have that thought in their minds when they made the first movie. Um, but overall, after a couple of weeks of relatively uh, horrible movies, mm-hmm. watching this one was like, okay, yeah, it was not a, bad. That was a turn in the right direction. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely not like uh, it's it's not a it's not one of those like rivals the original sequels. Mm-hmm. It's just like yeah, I was there. It's fine. I think that's just going to have to wrap it up for this week at uh, Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. This is Kelly. Don't go into the long grass. (laughs) 